Are we on? Yep. Okay, hi. This is Vicki Abelson. This is Gigi Lavangi. Hello. And somehow my phone just overheated and just stopped broadcasting. And that has happened to us once when it was 120 degrees in the place where we were. And it neither of us is in menopause. We're, we're, What's going on? <laughs> Those days are over. So now I have to hope that everybody from the other feed comes over here. Pete, can you go on the old feed and tell them? Yeah, I just that we, Thank you. Brian Cleary just joined. Uh, Yay! Okay, so we need everybody to come back over here. <laughs> um, a few of them. Come back! Come back! So, but I was telling you before, Gigi, it, the weirdest thing happened. I was blow-drying my hair before, before I came here, and I literally, my blow-dryer just went, and it sparked, and, and it burnt my arm. It was black. And a three hundred dollars. It's a three hundred dollars Seydu blow dryer. Oh, that, I know. Yeah. Right. And it's mm. but it's Mercury retrograde. And is it? Yeah. Damn. It is. And weird shit happens. Okay. Hopefully everybody's finding us now. Are they finding us, Pete? It looks like. Yep. Hi. Um, hi, Ken. I hope. Hi, Michael. Hi, Ken. Crystal. Um, will you tell Lee and Crystal <laughs> on that thread to please come over here? Okay. Um, I feel bad that we lost them. Crystal, I'm actually Crystal's going to. Back. Crystal's back. I'm going to see tonight when I leave here um, at Molly Malone's. Um, oh, Lee Sklar and Steve Postel and Jeff Young and Steve Ferroni are playing, and it's going to be crazy. Marcus Eaton's opening How for them. Fun. It's going to be so. Fun. You should come with me. Oh my god, I never go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. You're like married. You mean I have you're, to go out? No, I'm you're married. Um, so thank you, Pete, for getting everybody back over here. How's are we? Are we? Oh, does it say we're hot? <laughs> now, how's the battery on my phone? The green uh, thing. Can you see up in the corner? There's no green thing. There's no the green screen. thing. I have to hope that we have enough battery to get through the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Is there? You know, there's a way to plug the phone. Mm, maybe not. We, we you the need the Mophie. We we need no. We need the little adapter thing. Yeah. Too late. Okay. We can't do it. So okay. Might, so let's so we go. have to talk. Let's fast. go, baby. Let's talk. Okay. Fast. So we were at the point where I'm at the coffee shop that Chris recommended me write in. Right. He edits his photos there. He said, stay there. I'm going to be there in 20 minutes. And he raced across town and so sat down across from me. Yeah. And we started talking. And almost immediately, we had this connection. Chris was in the Special Forces. Okay. He's, Your father was in the Special Forces. My father was in the Air Force. Okay. So they're both, you know, they have that military background. But also my father loved France. He loved photography. It was really as though they had the same sense of humor. Wow. It was the, as though my father sent him. Wow. So, yeah, I really feel strongly about it. And he's just the most wonderful person, and he's the best stepfather I could ever hope for. So I'm very lucky. Okay, so while we're on the step yes. discussion, let's let's go to stepmom for a minute. This is yes. really crazy. That. I was telling Gigi before we started, for those of you that, that know me out there, what do I call Gabe? What do I call my ex? I want somebody to write it up here. There's a word that I use when I'm describing my ex-husband. Is any Can anybody who's watching, does anybody know what I call Gabe? Let's see if anybody says. Nobody, nobody's saying anything, but, um, but anyway. Where are you people? Some, I don't know if Crystal knows. Somebody's but, um, asking me about my uh, Gary. Go ahead. Can I, uh, yeah, yeah. Gary... Collins, the second. Um, recently, I lost um, a man I worked oh. with for eight years from the time I was 20 and a half to 28. Oh. And Fred Silverman, the great late Fred Silverman, and he, my father and Fred. Um, How did you get that gig? Such strong influences. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was an intern on Thick of the Night. Oh with my Alan, Alan Thick. How did that happen? Oh, UCLA. It was like you. you what used was to your have, major? Um, political science oh. and econ. But I wanted to go to law school, but I really kind of wanted a job in the industry. Okay. So they wait. wait have, were you writing already? Not really. Not in, not in college. Mostly in elementary school, high school, junior high. Writing all the time. But reading not in college. Time. Reading was my favorite. Uh -huh. Well, I was I was writing like. Um, Poli sci, you know, oh, oh, essays on the Middle East. Wow. In the 80s. Okay. Mm -hmm. Still not solved. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So, yes. I can't help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I've tried. But anyway, so I started writing um, 
so I saw a little like bulletin board posting Alan Thick, Thick of the Night intern. I applied, got got the job. I started writing skits. Okay. For that show. Uh huh. It was and it was so much fun. It was so I you know in my what was your what was your qualification? How did you get to do that? Well, I would sit in a room. And I would take all the notes mm-hmm. and I. would Freaking come up with my own stuff. I love it. Because that's I love what it that they listen to you. Okay. Oh yeah. Well well one I he shall remain nameless, but mm-hmm. you can imagine. Um, he mm-hmm. used to say, Gigi, you have so much potential. If only you would open up more. <laughs> and I would say, <laughs> Nameless. I grew up in Hollywood <laughs> and LA. I'm, I was raised by a man who asked who got the last punch if we ever got in a fight at school. I said, uh, I don't need to open up. <laughs> not not going to happen. Sorry. He shall remain nameless. He shall remain nameless. Maybe uh, he ran the show. I do not speak ill of the dead. <laughs> Usually. But yeah. anyway, Fred Silverman, I met after that. And okay. So we know it's not Fred that she's talking no, about. No, I love okay. Fred so... It was quite a shock. Because I thought I ran into his wife recently and I was going to go visit him. And I just cannot believe I didn't get that final mm-hmm. and I was out of town in New York for his memorial and um, anyway Gary that's yeah I, I will miss him forever all right all right I we, we were talking about Chris we were talking about tinder where were we go oh we were talking about stepmom we were going to stepmom I was Step mentioning mom. about the husband because yes. Gigi, Gigi wrote a, a book was it a book or a screen no book? I wrote a pilot for uh, Ben Silverman at NBC called Husbands and Wives this was a long time ago uh, early it, 2000 yes yes okay and I knew nothing of that and I started using husbands in my husband in my Huffington Post articles about eight like I knew nothing oh, it's, it's it's weird bizarre. well you know ideas go out yes into the world and there are no original ideas like guys mm-hmm. yes that's why there are always but by the way there are only lawsuits on successful ideas not on the unsuccessful <laughs> right success has a <laughs> yes. million parents and, that's and right. failures and orphans so okay so I plan on failing a lot okay so here's another thing that's yes. just weird about this okay, okay so Gigi wrote oh it's not a, it's not in book form here Gigi wrote Stepmom which yes. Julia Roberts and uh, and Susan Sarandon were in and that was based on your experience becoming a stepmom with Brian yeah sort of um it really look I, I take something out of my life but like um, I was a stepmom for a long time with when you were married to Brian Grazier. Yes. Okay. And I thought, what if, um, what if I had to train? If I were if I were a mother and I were ill and I had to train stepmom to raise my kids. What made you? What? What? what where did that germinate? Where did that come from? I can't really say oh. where that comes. From. I knew that came from something real, but when. <laughs> Don't screw with a writer. That's all I have to say. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wrote it in 10 days. Yeah. Highly motivated. No, you did not. Yes. Yes. The original screenplay, 10 days. Boom. Oh, my Oh, that's possible. Lord. I think people do that a lot. I can write okay, a not screenplay. not this person. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. You, you've written There's like a whole book on how to books. write a screenplay in 10 days, by the way. Oh, yes, I have that book, but I haven't That's read great. it yet. Oh, it's, all, it's awesome. I My screenplay, it. I started writing a screenplay about Tinder with a failed Tinder romantic partner, and then we broke up in writing as we did in life. Oh, no. So, no, I'm sitting there with, with the screenplay, and I have to finish it. Okay, so, you have to read the book. I have to, re- I have to okay. read the book first. But my book, Don't Jump, was originally called Why is Julia Roberts Living My Life? But Julia Roberts played you in Stepmom. I mean, come on, that's crazy. That's yes. life, man. That's how it happens. Isn't that weird? You just have to last long enough to see all these threads. Everything thread through your And life. everybody does. And we have yes. to talk about... We're, we're going to talk about all your books, but... Um, which just came out. How and, great is this? And it been there married that and it matches your shirt, which I really love. Uh, and it, it looks very Dr. Seuss-ish. Was that, yes. was that intentional? Well, to have it to, it, you know, in the middle of all these serious books that are out, I mean, every book is serious. Oh my God. <laughs> um, this screams to me, this screams fun. Yes, it and does. And it definitely is fun. It's getting a lot you, of good reviews. You're hysterical. La, la, I can, la, la, la. I'm so excited to read it. It's yes. terrible that I've come here unprepared and never That's read okay. It. I but appreciate it just dropped, that. And I'm excited. It just dropped. It, it just, 
It did, and you were just in there New York go. on a whirlwind book tour. Oh yes, so and you much got to fun. do fun things. Yeah, you got to yes. do fun things. Yes. Jushi has a ton of books, and we're going to go through them. But we're going to talk about life first. So okay, okay. So you had this childhood. You you had sort of this military strict. I feel yes, very strict. Yes. Okay, so how did that impact you as far as like? Did you do drugs? Did you have sexual rock and roll? What did you do? Okay, so um, I my sister who's a little older than I am, Mimi, mm-hmm. um, she did all that for me. Oh, nice! Um, which was really <laughs> nice of her. Yes, um, but she really rebelled. I mean, she was she. She was, get in trouble. I call her an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's just quotes. say I used to wait uh, outside the San Bernardino Women's Correctional Facility <laughs> with everybody else as we complained about whoever was in there. Oh, my. And, um, but she, I really admire her. She's like, she was Breaking Bad long before Breaking wow. Bad. And a woman, wow. I mean, she just was, you know, she just put her energy in. How did that go over with your dad? Not well. Not well. No, not well. No, he spent, um, that's what happens when you have somebody that goes in that direction. The whole family kind of, you know, has to coalesce around that, mm-hmm. that issue. Did you have an intervention? We never had an official, she never went to, no, she went to prison, not rehab. <laughs> she went to prison, not rehab. Let me tell you something about poor people. We go to prison, we don't go to rehab. Please. You aren't raised. Were you raised poor? No. Well, okay, my father used to warn us. Not to get on the, not to get off the RTD, the bus in Beverly Hills, because we would be arrested. Because we were poor. Wow, it's like you could smell it. Wow. But we were poor. But right. my mom, my mom worked as a teacher, principal. But we were six people, one bathroom, two bedrooms. You know. Yeah. It was like tight. It was tight. Yeah. Money. There was never extra money. That's why I went. But to, you, you were fed. We were fed. I I had my cheerleading uniforms and the whole thing. You want to see it? No, I um. I'm yes, not that, I'm not that. They want you to try. Yes, they I want am. you to try it on. As a matter of fact. <laughs> so you know, we just didn't have any extras. But I grew up in a neighborhood where nobody had extra. How'd you go to UCLA? Uh, I transferred from LACC, mm-hmm. uh, which is on Vermont Avenue. Thank you, LACC. Mm-hmm. Love you. And um, took two buses to UCLA. How'd you do the money for UCLA? Oh, UCLA was so cheap. Oh, God, the dude. So cheap. I think I took out one student loan, and it was like $2,500, and it was like so much money to me. Of course. You know? Of course. Yes. So. Okay, so so first husband, first husband, yours. (laughs) So so you get out of school, Uh you're working for Fred Silverman? At right out yes, of school? Yes, right out of school. <coughs> I was working on a show called The Love Report on ABC. Yeah. Um, great time. That was We had some some things that I helped write and all that on, mm-hmm. on that show. Um, and I was working the phones mostly. Mm-hmm. And get, got up to pee every once in a while, every <laughs> two hours or so. They'd let me. Uh, and then off of that show, Fred was the executive producer and he plucked me because I used to get his cigarettes. I I mean I was like a little a can do, can do. Ah. What sign are you? Capricorn, like okay. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait, wasn't Jesus a Capricorn? Yeah he was. Okay. Jesus was I'm Capricorn. just like Jesus. You're just like Jesus. <laughs> just like you look so much like him. Okay, so you uh, so you were a can-do person. Yes, and definitely. so you went from getting no the cigarettes to no quitting. No, 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 no. Yeah, I went from getting his Salem's. Okay. To uh, working for him as his assistant mm-hmm. when he when that show ended, mm-hmm. and I did that, um, and then I was going to go to law school. I said, Fred, I need to go to law school, and he said, How about a raise and a title, and we get another assistant? I said, Fred. I need to stay right here <laughs> with you. And he took me to all the meetings. Like I was I was in places I shouldn't have been. Brandon Tartikoff, I was writing stuff. I was Okay, so how did the writing amazing. how did the writing start? Well, I okay. So yeah. I was working at Taft Entertainment mm-hmm. and I was surrounded by writers mm-hmm. and they walked the hall they were my people. They walked the hallway like this. In they angst. shuffle. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were so fun. But, you know, so I was reading all these scripts, mm-hmm. and I thought, I can write just as shitty as these people. <laughs> so, it's 
true. And having not grown up with money, I looked at what they were getting paid, and I thought, that's, that's for me, baby. Come to mama. And that's when I started writing. I'd get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'd so screenwriting write. was the first thing that you did? Screenwriting, yeah. Screenwriting. Did you take class? Did you? I took a class, uh, writer's boot camp. So, oh, I did writer's boot camp. So fun. I think I was the first class. Really? The first graduating class. Wow. And did so you, you writer's boot camp, you go in with a premise line, and in uh-huh. six weeks you walk out with a first draft. That's right. Okay. And I was such a freaking cheer. I'm that, that <laughs> my kid in school going, me, 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 me. Oh, so obnoxious. But I was the only one who finished. Because I figure if I'm going to start something, I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically my thing. I love you start that. it, you finish it, even if it's a marriage. By the way, that's the that's the ooh, that's <laughs> the advice that Gary Marshall gave us when he came to Women Who Write. I love he said, Gary Marshall. That, that was I'm terrible. That was his number one piece of advice. Finish, finish, finish. It. For God's sakes, mm-hmm. most people they know how to talk, they don't know how to finish. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to close. Men finish. <laughs> You know what I mean? Okay. Close the deal. I can give all kinds of advice on so many. I'm so old that I will tell you how to live. And I'm right. Okay. <laughs> right. Being right is very important. Okay. Okay. So so you're you're writing on things. You're going into meetings. Yes. You're still working for Fred. What ha- what happens? Um, I'm, I'm getting into, I'm going into all these meetings. I'm writing things. Uh, I have a screenplay option during that time, which your is Your first great. screenplay? Which is, your, yes. what's your first screenplay? Oh my gosh. I get, it was, uh, I have a copy of it somewhere because it was being sold in Venice. A homeless guy had it like 20 years later. What? Yes. Did I Fred help this happen for you to get the option? No, Fred no. didn't help me, but off of that, like, I, I, he definitely knew I was serious, but, you know, I was always, um, I was always writing, just always, always on. So, um, what's then, your, what's your daily discipline, Shishi? Okay. I wake up, I cook breakfast for... She cooks with my... Like, with an apron and everything. It's unbelievable. I got my aprons. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I can get married. <laughs> It's all about the food. It really is. Yeah. Food and drink. Anyway, so I cook, and then I my my husband takes my son, my my son who lives with us. My other son's in in Dallas, so and in, in school. So Chris takes them. I then get my stuff together, my back, my little backpack, my computer, and I walk to the local coffee shop, and I write there for a few hours. Then I do yoga. Then I come back here, maybe write a little more, return emails, and then I go to the grocery store and I pick up whatever Dinner. we're gonna, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever we're gonna be eating. We figure it out. It's a, it's a good, normal. It sounds it. Uh, so. You write twice, probably twice a day, maybe. Yeah, uh-huh. but really, it's the morning to me is most important. And you know, you you can download an app called Freedom. Which turns off the internet. I was just gonna say Twitter is horrible. Like I, all, it's all horrible. I can't with uh, Facebook. It just yeah. kills me. I, I I get distracted and I just had a post last night. You know, is is reading is is the Facebook homepage considered reading? You know, yeah, no, um, I, I I understand. It's really bad. It's and, hard. And we are sort of if you're if you're a little bit ADD and who isn't? Mm-hmm. I think everybody is now because our brains are being rewired. Right. Okay. And we need that. I mean, I just discovered words with friends like a couple oh, months ago. Oh, I had to take it off my phone. Oh my god! Yeah. So I get that addictive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have to fight it. Okay. So if you go to this to the coffee shop and you turn the coffee shop because I'm from New York. If you go and you turn if you turn off the the internet, what if you have to then look Google something because you're writing? Yeah, you got your phone. You got your phone. You got your phone. Oh, oh, but you leave. You don't. You, you put your phone away when you're... Yeah, well, basically, yeah. Okay. But you need at least that good flow. You need a flow. You need at least a good 30 minutes. You don't have to have two hours. Right. You can get it done if you focus in half an hour. Mm-hmm. You can get a screenplay done in a few weeks. If You have to be... You just focus. It doesn't take... Focus. I have Hashimoto's. I'm blaming Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's is the blame for everything. For everything. I'm blaming everything. Yes. I'm sure. So, okay, so... 
So you do this every day. So so let's just look at some of this. Let, let's look what's been going on. This is what this woman has been doing. So we're, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold these up. Where, where do we start? Wait, we start with. Oh my God. We start with with man eaters before starter wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So man eater made into a lifetime. Was it a lifetime? A lifetime mini series. Yes. So did you have you optioned everything you've written? Everything except well, Afterwife came so close, and really, it's like it's sort of similar to debt. To uh, the Netflix series Dead to Me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it's like a widow. In this is when you Southern came California. to Women Who Write. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, it was yeah. With this book. It was so, I had so many good, I had great writer producers on this book. It was, and at the time, people were like, we don't, oh, we're not really into ghosts. Even, and then all of a sudden, like, everywhere everybody's is ghosts. doing ghosts. Yeah, yeah, everybody. So, Okay, you know, so then, so it was after wife. Now the starter wife. We have Deborah Messing. We yes. have the little puppies outside. Yes. So, uh, did it turn out the way you would, had envisioned it? What you would want for it? She, the, her face all of a sudden went when. Oh, no, 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 it no. did. Okay, good. I'm thinking of. Look at me. I was pregnant. In this. Look how cute I was. You were adorable, and you were um, skinny as shit. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, I love Deborah Messing in this. Oh my God, yeah, it was a fabulous. dream come true. This whole, uh, th- this whole enterprise was an absolute dream come true. So, so and so, and after this was stepmom, maybe no stepmom was started the whole okay. writing book thing. Oh, how? Um, because I was, let's see, um, stepmom, as you know, I wrote it quickly blah 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 and then we get Julia Roberts and Susan okay so Sarah. wait how does that happen that was kind of you're a first-time writer yeah well I mean the first time that it got to that point yes 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 I've okay. been writing for a while you've been writing for a while yeah, but, but you had you, but you'd like option that. but you had no, gone no, to, no, no okay no. yeah okay so um how do you get Julia Roberts Okay, so I had William, did I have William Morris at the time that somehow she was at ICM and they got it to her, but it went through a couple, oh no, Wendy Feinerman. Mm -hmm. Wendy Feinerman, somehow William Morris got to Wendy Feinerman, she got it to Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon. Um, And it all kind of came together. You know, things go fast, and then they go slow. Right, right. So, in terms of movie making, it probably happened fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how when you're young, after, you don't know. How much after you wrote it did it did you have the deal in place? Um, probably a year and a half, two years. And it was that, already at, it was already public. No, because that's a screenplay. You didn't write that was a screen. You yeah, started screenplay. as a screenplay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. It became a book out. Remember right. they used to write books based on the movies? Yeah, yeah. So but that's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. So weird. But anyway, so, but, by the way, whatever. Make a lot of money. Yes. Who cares? Make Thank a lot you. of money. That's fine. Go, do it. This is why I have no money. She has lots have of money. Have fun. Christina's saying she loves stepmommy, too. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so, I mean, is that not like a lifetime dream come it true? That totally, you have Julia Roberts was, and Susan Sarandon? It was totally thrilling. I mean, totally thrilling. Um, I couldn't, I actually couldn't believe it. It's almost like it was happening to somebody else. Because mm-hmm. I'm very much like, because of the discipline thing, I'm on to the next, whatever wow. is the next thing. So what happened with that was, um, at, at the end, I shared credit on and all, and it was, it, it got into this weird... I was, you were sharing credit with, they uh, brought someone in? Ron Bass and, mm-hmm. and a couple other people, but it got, it got really weird. And did how how much did they change your original script? Not that much. Okay. That's the thing. And so and you had to give away the credit. Originally, and... I had all the credit. Right. And they fought it, and there were like four of them. Ooh. And and the boys win. Well, the Writers Guild at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was the biggest writer in Hollywood. Okay. And but I thank him. I thanked him in person because that started my novel writing career. How did that happen? Well, I thought because there was a couple bad reviews, mm-hmm. and I thought I can get a bad review on my own. I don't need the help <laughs> of a fucking team of writers. Now, did you take a class to novel write? Nope. You I just went for it. 
what I read a lot of books, mm-hmm. you know, The Art of Dramatic Writing, uh, Stephen King's uh, On Writing. Thank, all right, now stop because you're killing me now. That okay. is, that's my Bible. He's, he he is really the best. And, the, and On Writing to me is the greatest book if you're going to write. It's, it's the greatest book. Absolutely the yeah. greatest book. Yeah. Okay, um, especially the second half. The first half is his story and nostalgic and everything. But what he says is you know that a lot of that ended up being a lie, which he admitted later that he was actually drunk through a lot of, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That he, the thing I believe when he was saying that he wrote every single day except Christmas, he admitted later that that was a lie because he was a drunk and he lied and that kind of stuff. But we don't need to know that. It doesn't matter. Let's go with it. I'm a broken woman now, <laughs> Stephen. No, but he's been sober many, many yes. years. I think he has like thirty something years yeah. of sobriety. Incredible. And he's completely. And look what he put out even when he was drinking. Oh, my God. Well, he said, I'm Stephen King. I write 2,000 words a day. Mm-hmm. You're you. Write 1,000 words a day. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hell yeah, I'm going to write 1,000 words a day. So that happened. But I was also in a writing club. Uh-huh. So with a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. And we're all like working on short stories. And I'm like, I don't want to work on a short story. I'm going to work on chapters. So that was my original book called Rescue Me. Okay. And that was... Publish and it was, it almost became a movie uh, directed by Carl Franklin, wow. who's an amazing director, um, and Jesse Nelson is his. How heartbreaking is it? I, I had a show option that oh. didn't quite. It, oh, she's just, she's just on to the next. <laughs> next. You know, I um, went to a therapist a long time ago, Phil Stutz, who has his own book out called. Tools, the tools. I, I have not tools. That he's it's, a in tool. my, it's in my bathroom. It's not a tool. The tools are in my bathroom. Wrote the tools. Okay. Okay, but basically in that in that book, well, mm-hmm. what he told me was he's got a string of pearl theory. So it's not, don't focus on the one pearl. You keep stringing the pearls. I believe that. I've so, always said that when one domino falls, they all fall down with it. You just keep, you just putting keep up your going. Domino, your so I have a funny bit in my book in been there married that uh-huh. what what is that <laughs> been there married, married that, that. Um, available now available now. every bookstore including book yeah Sue. look at all those <laughs> nice reviews and blurbs okay so um there's a part in it where i say oh um oh getting option the, the protagonist is a writer and getting option means it has point zero 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 one percent chance chance of getting made yeah. and many times you pay a publicist more to to Try. publicize the option than right. you get paid in the option. So, yeah, that's not a great option. Yeah, but anyway, that's the whole. Thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But you've sold enough real things that yes. it, it 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 outweighs all of that. Yes. Um, okay. So so so. I'm forgetting where we were. So the whole stepmom thing happens, and you decide yeah. to write a, a you write your first book, mm-hmm. and it's published, mm-hmm. and it does. Well, yeah, well yeah. enough, yeah. Okay, and I'm then, always the well enough girl. That's I'm like, oh, I just want to do well enough. Well, you to done, keep going. Yeah, but yeah, you've yeah, done yeah. a lot better than well enough. <laughs> so, so then all of this stuff starts happening. So, how 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 often would you say is a book coming out of you? Mm. Well, I had, I would say every two years or so. Wow. Yeah, or so because I actually had one that wasn't published, but I hope to be published. Someday. It's very hard for me to imagine that they wouldn't publish one of your books. Why is that, do you think? It's not, it was, it was really um, different from my other novels. Uh, in, in, a, in a little... In a nutshell. Yeah. I How used so? to, I, um, I don't want you to give it away because it's, it's not a, published It's yet, more but. gritty. Okay. It's not as comedic. It's more gritty. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's about a group of con artists, women... Mm. in Los Angeles I call it fast and loose so sometimes when you do something different Mm -hmm. they don't want it they don't want it you have to put a different name on it then you'll sell it in five minutes I have you know right I I bet you I think because I think it's pretty good. I think I I, I really like that one I think you should submit it to somebody under another name I swear to God I'm I'm going to okay so tell tell us about this one take that so Queen Takes King, yes, that was, okay, that was like this New York uh, love story. A man hires a guy, he wants to get a divorce from his wife, he's a property developer, he hires um, this 
bartender to seduce his wife, but in doing that, he realizes that he's still in love with her. So how much of that is autobiography? Is anything in there? None of that is autobiography. None of that. Because I'm thinking, okay, starter wife. I'm thinking, come on. No, starter wife was interesting because starter wife, I had no idea I was going to, I was going to get divorced. Starter wife was in my head because I would have these girls nights or whatever, and there was always uh, someone who wanted to slip my throat and move in when I was married to a husband. You know, Brian. Big, yeah. So um, I thought, what if I got a divorce with the, you know, with the invitations drive? What what happens? Uh-huh. And so this is sort of that uh, story. In this one, okay, so let's talk about let's talk about been there, married so that. Been there, married that is a, is a Hollywood divorce story. Uh, she's surprised when her husband doesn't want a marriage anymore. He uses it as a verb, which is <laughs> unforgivable. But anyway, uh, does not want to be married, and she's going through perimenopause at the same time. Her daughter's in early adolescence, mm-hmm. lots of hormones, plus divorce, plus her ex con sister. Needs a place to stay. Oh, I wonder if that could possibly have happened. (laughs) What? And never. Never. What happens is they all, everything converges at once, as it often does, and Mm -hmm. becomes kind of like War of the Roses. Oh, I love that. Oh, I can't wait to read this. I'm so excited. Fun and... And so how much of it... I mean, I'm assuming there's there's Gigi in all of your stuff. I'm so... I'm so Gigi that how do you know? How do you separate the Gigi from the you, book? You can't. You can't. You can't. No. no, but I um everything's a, a jumping off point. So in my divorce, I heard about a million other divorces. Right. And so really, really off. nasty, bad mm. stuff. So, uh-huh. um, but because I don't write drama or tragedy, um, I don't use it like that. I make it funny. Right. Um, but which is the, my the favorite stuff that kind. happens? That's my favorite kind of divorce. <laughs> I gotta laugh, man. That's there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of divorces at this table because wow. you had two of your own. I've had two. Pete's has had two. Pete George, come come over here. Pete, come say hello. Um, Pete George, um, Yay. the wingman. Pete. Hello. So here's Pete George. How many divorces, Pete? Two that I know. Two. And okay. Hayden, come on out I here because here's a child yeah. from divorce number. One, yeah. here's Hayden. Hayden George. Hayden's yeah. going to be joining us. Look at uh, these guys. Yeah. They so, look so he's, much alike. He's not divorced. He's, I'm not. No, 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 no divorces. But the second. married. No. So, so, but, so the good thing that came out of the divorce is there's this. Beautiful kids. This, this beautiful kids. Well, yeah. always. That's yeah. the thing. We, that we, is, we, we all have kids yes. that came out of the divorce. Yeah. And it's Samantha's birthday in like three hours. Samantha, my daughter, it's her Happy birthday, birthday, Samantha! Happy birthday! Oh my God, 22. Yes. 22. Wow, what is that? I don't know. That's 22, right? It's 23. No, 23. Oh, oh. Well, 23. Actually, yeah. maybe that's, that's maybe I have to introduce you. Right? So maybe you have to just shit up, as they called it in Jewish. <laughs> and we're both same Part. age. Fifty-seven. Oh, you know, 57 and I'm old. <laughs> but that's I'm, I'm, I'm old and I have Hashimoto's when I want to get my neck done. <laughs> We're talking. Um, yeah. Pete, where 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 can people find you soon? You have a gig coming up. Uh, you can stay here. Uh, Young, Youngstown, Ohio. If he was there, he'd come and see me. So uh, Youngstown Funny On the Farm. Date, the date. Book some shows in Iowa coming up. Yes. Uh, called the Manure Tour. No. <laughs> wait, 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 Pete. Yeah. Pete has a job. Pete is, okay. is the what? rock and roll comedian. He's not just he's a, a pretty no, he's a, face. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. Headlining stand-up comedian. Stand-up. 30 years. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I've taken stand-up courses. Yeah. Oh. I So much fun. I've yeah. done something, you know. Yeah. But one of my teachers got so mad at me because we were all introducing ourselves, right? Yeah. And I said, and, and so it comes to me, I said, I'm just a rich white woman trying to make it in America. <laughs> yeah. The dude screamed. What? He screamed. Oh, he's so angry. Why? Like some comics yeah, are, so are so angry. <laughs> and I, I'm like, why are you so mad, man? What's up? And he's like, you've lost 90% of your audience. Blah, blah. I said, oh, shit. I, that's okay. It's your thing. It's fine. I, listen, if they don't like, like, the truth is where it's at. You yep. said be accurate. That's, that's 
that's what I'm doing. I'm being authentic. Authentic yeah. is exactly where it's at. So w- when can they see you in uh, Ohio? Uh, it's, I think it's the 7th and 8th. Of Six, March? Yeah. 6th and 7th of March. He says March. In Youngstown. And, yeah. And when is, and, when is uh, Iowa? Iowa will be sometime after that. Not sure. Okay. Sometime yet, after so. that. And Hayden... Hayden's going to be um, interning, and he's going to be with us when Pete's gone. Look at that yeah, skin. I'm Look stoked. at that. What the hell? I know. What there you go. Thing? Well, okay, guys. Thank All you right. for joining All us. Right. And now later. we're going to go okay. back to Gigi. Oh, but before we do, since we're, we're taking a little pause, I, I have to show um, a couple of things that I'm really excited about. So I was showing Gigi before the show. These shirts are called Words on the Inside. It's so cute. And the thing I about the little kids it. one is that they can roll it up, and they can read the words. And they're all like really encouraging, beautiful things. And I am hot. happy. Oh it feels God. so good. I am peace. I am love. I am happy. And that's the kids one. And then mine is, um, it says inside, I am love. I am peace. Meanwhile, I, I affirm every day. And, you know, I'm waiting for those to come true. Yes. And for him, it's, it's also, I am happy. I am kind. Like a nice him t-shirt. So those words on the inside can be had at the Ruby Begonia Salon in Studio City. Where am I? Fabulous hairdresser Nicole Venables is. Oh my god! Um, Studio City, and she has I love fuck off hairspray. Come on, what's better than that? Fuck off! I know. And then I also want to tell you about my friend. Okay, who says hello to you, Anson Williams? He said, "Oh my well, god, she remembered." I said, "Of course, forever." And his wife are they still married? Okay. Well, they're still married, but it's it's yeah. All but, right, <laughs> but Anson. Love Anson. Anson invented alert drops with Stop his. It. Do you know he his uncle was Henry Heimlich of the Heimlich maneuver? Oh wow! And they invented this alert drops. Wait, you have to try this. So all it is is, is lemon. Is she going to drug? Me? All it is is lemon peel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is that called when you do that to someone? Roofie. We, no, but there's another word. Date drug. Drug date. No. Anyway, all right. Okay, so right. Okay, so it's called it's alert. Great. No, but what it does is, if you're falling asleep at the wheel, oh, you sorry. take a shot of alert drops oh. and it wakes you the fuck up, right? That'll wake you the. That fuck will up. wake you up. I'm is telling that, you. That awake? And so you can get alert can drops. Can someone call nine one one? I'm just no, fine. Uh, no, no, that's really no. I'm it's telling lemon. I was on a really bad date to like three in the morning and I was so tired and I had to drive across LA. I'm telling you, that's how I got home. I believe you. Yes, it's great for bad dates. And our friends at Blue Microphones, we have our Yeti X that we haven't, ooh, we haven't tried it yet because Pete doesn't want to try it until he has time to really learn it. So we're using our Blue Raspberry tonight. Pete. But this is our fabulous new Yeti X. Well, he wants to be prepared. If that's I can great. write a screenplay in 10 days, you can figure out the Yeti and microphone. And I have to tell you, if you ever need Anything printed, bookmarks for your books or anything? I do. Okay, okay. Look, I actually look do. at my bookmarks. They're really nice. Yeah, I right? actually do. Okay, so Rick Smolke of Quick Impressions in Chicago. He is my angel. He has been giving me swag for women who write since the day one because he believes in in me, in us, in in artists. And so he made my tissue box. You might even be on here somewhere. Oops. Oh my god! That's because amazing. Mackenzie Phillips made us cry, so he made us tissue boxes. Oh. And oh, he, Mackenzie my cards. Phillips. And so, if you need anything printed, Rick Smokey, Quick Impressions of Chicago, love him. I think I just gave everybody the shout outs I needed to do. Okay, so we're we're done with that. So, um, it's not that we're done with that. They will forever be in my life and in my heart. But anyway, so okay, so so been there, done that. Been there, is that, that is is that been there married been there married that is that is that about Brian is that that no one? I mean some of the things happen are very exaggerated well yes so yeah I but mean, there's a but there's a little kernels of sprinkled throughout but nothing I don't make a book to get I don't write a book for revenge or yeah. anger or anything like that it's really just to have fun okay so when you're going off, see, because I write, it's all. She it's bad. all. No, it's not. It's not a vengeance thing. It's oh. that I tell my story. It's it's yeah. All, it comp- I, yeah. But I mine right. is mine's fictionalized. Course. But it, but it's not. It is. I changed the names. But anyway, it's really my story. So yes. if you're gonna go off and you're gonna go, you're gonna take it other places. How do you go there? What takes you I, there? What else is? I ask myself, what else is possible? What is possible? What else? What else? What else? Do you try different things, or do you just know? Oh, I don't. You don't just know anything, and I. Some of it is just ass, and like um, Oliver Stone said, writing is ass and chair. So some of it just comes because you're there, right? And I, I don't. Do you outline? Do you or do you yes. just write? I outline, 
But in a novel as well? Loose. Okay. So loose. So if I have 16 to 20 chapters, uh, you know, that's 16 to 20 pages of outline. Mm -hmm. Just like one page per chapter. Okay. And then I might expand on that. Mm -hmm. But my novels aren't, they're not like mysteries necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like this one, this one took a little bit more because there were a lot of characters. But, mm -hmm. uh, so it was a little bit more of a puzzle. But, um, I just want some broad outline so I know where I'm writing to the next day. Um, I want to know my ending before I begin. Right. Sometimes you begin at the end, so then you work backwards. And, and I was going to say, do you sometimes, does that ending sometimes change? Because it can change a little bit. Oh. Like they can wind up together, they can wind up apart. They right. Can up, but not, uh, not drastic. Right, not right. Like, oh, she's dead now. So when, like, you're, so when you're sitting there and you're, you're writing the outline. Yeah. Have you like thought it? Th have you written it in your mind first, or are you? What's your process? Uh, my process is I have an idea, mm -hmm. and I I think that it's uh, it's probably an idea that that is universal. I tend to have ideas that are universal enough that That's they appeal good. to other people, right? Uh, whether it's a fear or something, a stressful thing that's happened or something joyous, and then I keep expanding on it so what's what's the core of been there married that that what, what was the what was the angst divorce is it the divorce what is it that drives it's getting this? to that first of all it's for women it's um and for all of us probably but aging you know um i'm not even i'm happy to be here so am I. I'm freaking happy. I, I Thank never. You. I always say I'm 64. I. I. So what? I literally tell people my. They're like, ma'am, this is a Starbucks. And I'm going. <laughs> I'm 57. Yeah. You know, what would you do? You want a vanilla in your latte? You know, they kind of look away. They avert their eyes. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. So it's not. But there is. There are enormous changes that take place, late 40s, early 50s in a woman's life. I wanted to deal with that, mm -hmm. and I wanted to deal with, like, start completely starting over in life. You did, did you have to do that? Um, I did. I did. I mean, I went from... How old were you when you had to restart after the second marriage? Uh, 44. And, but you were already successful... I had my own career, but I also had two young kids, mm -hmm. and I was bound and determined to raise them as normally as possible. I know that sounds so quaint, like what's not normal, but I wanted to. I wanted them to have a normal upbringing and be expected. I had high expectations for them. I wanted them to have high expectations for themselves, mm -hmm. and I was willing. Were you not strict? Yes. Uh huh. Yes, like I would. <laughs> like one time, one of them brought home a, uh, an 80 <laughs> in second grade. <laughs> an 80? I love it. No 80s here, baby. If my daughter no. ever got an 80, she would have jumped out the window okay, probably. So, so that was that yes. thing. Not my... Yeah, my... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I they need it. Like, you get... Not for me. You get them over that hump to where they are proud of themselves... They do the hard thing, mm -hmm. whether it's sports, and I think sports are really important mm -hmm. for growth, uh, especially with boys' sports or academics, so that they are proud of themselves. Wait, 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 wait. Why are we going that it's important for boys with sports? Where? Why are we doing that, Gigi? Oh, my God. That, it's the most important thing. But what about girls? Well, probably girls, too. Okay. I, I you had boys. Okay, I'll, I'll let you off the hook for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll no, let I you mean, go I was a cheerleader, one. and there's nothing more athletic. Honestly, Actually, my daughter was a cheerleader, too. Yeah. But, I was a hippie yeah, smoking pot. That was a lot of, but I think that, um, you know, team teamwork. Wait, I just have to say one thing. Speaking of being a hippie smoking pot, Tommy Chong will be with us on Wednesday, March fourth. He already offered me strips because I said I don't smoke. There are strips of marijuana. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, you know, I think I just happen to know. I talked to the top psychiatrist for boys in the United States, and okay. the number one thing for boys to keep them on the straight and narrow is. Um, getting them into sports mm -hmm. where they learn, they test themselves. Like I didn't let my, my kids didn't want to quit really, but I didn't let them quit. That was not an option. Mm -hmm. Sorry. 
Now I'm getting all. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're intense. I'm Both my kids quit soccer babe. really fast. Yeah, yeah. No, I could hated soccer. I, I was like, um, and I also the younger one played piano for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. He's a football player. You think he wants to play piano? <laughs> now he kind of does, but no. Yeah. Um, so in order to do that, mm-hmm. I had to really focus on them, and I. Um, were you a, did were you a full time mom? Full time mom, but writing. Right. Right. Yeah, and I didn't. I stopped going. I mean, I when I was married to my second husband, we didn't we didn't go out as much as other Hollywood couples. Like okay, we had our date night and we had all that. Let's talk about that marriage for a little bit because mm-hmm. that's kind of Brian Grazier. That's a big goddamn deal. It's a huge deal. deal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so how did you meet Brian? I met him at a restaurant on Pico and Italian restaurant. We're getting anyway. Uh, it was so long ago, but. Uh, How old were you when you... 28. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just charming and adorable. And I really liked him. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we just hit it off. Did you marry quickly? No. We had... We were together three years before we were engaged. Mm-hmm. So it was a long... I'm sorry about my dog. No, that's okay. I don't even think they can hear. If you can hear okay. dogs barking, we just have Gigi's dogs locked I'm outside. I'm neurotic and we're, one. We're being English very mean dog. and we have them locked yeah. outside. Hi, everybody. We're going to talk to you in a minute. Okay. So, so, so he's already mogul huge. Is he already mogul huge? Not as big. Is he, he was doing mostly comedy. Oh, yeah. He's been yeah. with Ron Howard so long. But, okay. you know, he had done Splash and oh. Parenthood. Like I mean, the guys. I don't so know how good. many movies. And, yeah, yeah. So he was a he, he was, was a big name. Okay. Um, Were you intimidated? No, no. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I always, I was raised by a staff sergeant. Like, you don't. I don't get into, intimidated unless I think like we arm wrestled on our first date. <laughs> so if you is that? Did you win? No, I didn't. But he did. He did twist, uh, but, but yeah. honestly, he's so strong. Wow. So, okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so what? W- so, you were already in the business. You already had a career. You already had success. So it wasn't like you your Cinderella story with Brian, or was it? Um, not not really. But mm-hmm. I was really happy, you know, to have him in my life. I mean, mm-hmm. we were a really dynamic couple. Mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't know how the rest of my life would be because he was so, you know, he was very exciting and that life was very exciting. This is before kid before my kids. I had, right. I had instant stepmom status, you know, it was right. funny. Um, was that they were six and three. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because um not it's you know, it's it's all. It always depends on the adults, mm-hmm. right? So it was, but I don't regret it at all. And, and they're great. They were great kids, you know. So um, I thought I was very lucky. And I was the type. I, I mean, cook. You know, I was. Did you I, cook back then? Yes, of uh-huh. course. Uh-huh. All the time, drove them around, cooked, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and but then you had this Hollywood life. I mean, you did. Yes. There were. There were. Academy Awards and there were parties and there was all of that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. But we were like seasonal Hollywood. So we would go out to his premieres, but probably not to every premiere. Some people go out every night. I don't know how they do it. Mm -hmm. I respect them, but that's just not my thing, you know? So we didn't, we didn't have that kind of lifestyle. We, Mm -hmm. we, uh, I would cook for Brian and, you know, we were, we were happy for a really long time until we weren't. And then extricating yourself from that, how rough was that for you? Oh, that was so hard. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. You had little boys. I had young boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really felt like it was, um, you know, it's just I wanted sort of a normal life. And it, it's just, it ran its course. Mm-hmm. And so, and are you guys okay now, friends? Yeah, okay? oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fine. fine. And so how long were you, was it between Brian and Chris? I want to say eight years. Something like was that. there any? Was there a period in there when you were alone? When there were no? When there was? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so, what was that like for you after having been? I know because I, for me, that being alone after being married for most of my life was a little strange. It was definitely odd, but it was also it was empowering just to be okay. I'm on my schedule. 
All I ha- all I have to do, which is a lot, is mm-hmm. take care of these guys, mm-hmm. these little guys, mm-hmm. and I have to make sure that they are launched in a in the proper way. Mm-hmm. And so that really took a, a lot of time. Plus, but when I was alone, mm-hmm. uh, without my kids, mm-hmm. you know, every other weekend, that's uh, I I thought I would die. Yeah, I'm empty. Uh, yeah. I really thought I would die. Yeah, my kids never were gone, and so yeah. empty nesting is. Absolutely traumatizing. It's, it's, it doesn't matter how you old can't I prepare am. for no. it, Mm-mm. and it's the best reason to, that they're they're empty nesting because they're they're right. launched out in the world. Mm-hmm. They went to college. They've got good jobs. It's like the I'll just sit here alone in the dark. It's yeah. okay. Go live your life. No, Go no, be it's wonderful. Fine. Have fine. a fabulous time. I'm fine. <laughs> well, yeah. we're gonna go. The younger mm-hmm. one doesn't know, but wherever he goes to college. <laughs> we're going we're going next to the columns. There you go. Um, so so I know that you always are one project, like you leave something and you go on to the next. Yes. And so you're you're book touring with Yes with Been there been married there, that been there married that, but you're already on to the next, I'm sure. Yes. So I don't I don't want you to, to ask you more than you can share, but well, is it a book? Is it a screenplay? Well, what are you working on now? Three screenplays out there. Of course you do. Because, yeah. <laughs> what else do I do uh, besides go? Uh, How I, long now does it take you to write a screenplay usually? It doesn't take long to write the first draft. Mm-hmm. The rewriting is what takes time. Okay. But I believe in vomiting out that first draft. Just get it done as See, fast I do, as you I can. I suffer every page. Don't think. Yeah. Don't think. Mm-hmm. You're thinking too hard. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. the first. So I have one called Baby Hold On, mm-hmm. and that is about a championship bull rider, female, wow. in the 1980s. Her name is Johnny Jankowski. It's a true story. Wow. And we do have an actress attached. Nice. Guys, Jen Todd uh, is producing. She's with. Te- she was with Team Todd. She did the Awesome Powers movies she was with Ben Affleck she produced the Academy Awards uh-huh. she's producing along with Claire Kupchak who's also producing and brought me in anyway it's a whole like very strong women nice involved it is she's so badass this woman wow. oh my, and she's still alive but like the first scene is the bull the bull's hoof coming at her oh. basically it took her face off really and she got she healed up and went back on the bull. So wow, me, I cannot ride a horse. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, and then I have one uh, about my sister and I. The day we we hitchhiked to the Oakwood Apartments in 1976 to because we heard Black Sabbath was staying at the Oakwood. <laughs> Sorry, it's a mom. rock and roll story. Sorry. Um, yeah, we looked all over. I think we found the bass player, but the but the screenplay <laughs> takes it. It's like a day in the life of these girls, and it's like a Richard Linklater, like kind of like is it like an almost famous kind of thing, sort of. It's almost it's sort of mm. sort of like that. Speaking of uh, which, Pamela DeBars will be with us next week. I love her. I love her. Yes. She's so interesting. And she her, is her ex, Michael. I love Michael. Oh my god, I love Michael. <laughs> he is a gorgeous man. He is, and he's inside wonderful. and out. Yeah, he's wonderful. Big heart, beautiful. Wonderful. And then I have another one uh, called Breathe, which is a, a horror film. Oh, nice. Is it scary? It's so scary. I will not watch it. When it gets produced, I am not going to sit in the theater. How did, was it scary when you're writing it? Did yes. Did you scare yourself? I had to. I, yes. Oh, I love my that. my worst nightmare. Wow. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so we'll okay, see. Okay, so those are already out and in the... Ho- what do you so want? What, what so, do you want? So what do you... When you sit down in the morning, what, what do you... What's so cooking now? I have not um, written... Like, I I have to come up with my next book because mm-hmm. I have a book deal. And so I'm just looking... I'm playing with titles mm-hmm. right now. You start with a title? Sometimes I start with yeah, a title. Yeah, me too. I like yeah, you, you, you kind of like go it. in. Mm-hmm. Um... But I not have, that I've written books, but anyway. Oh, it's so hard. But you have, but you know, you gotta start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm working on the idea. Okay. But you know, because I'm like doing all this stuff for this book, it's really hard to think about to think about it and to while I'm marketing, you right. know, while I'm promoting, like, promoting. Yeah. Yes. So been there, married that. While we're speaking of promoting it, what go by? I'll be reading. I will be it's reading so it this good. week. I'm so excited. So okay. So Pete, do we have questions for Gigi? Well, we have 
one question. We have one question? People are so enamored with her charm that they can't think of anything. <laughs> they can't think. They're, they're, look at all this. So, uh, happens. Yeah. Someone would like to know, is that water or absolute? Oh, my goodness. That's water. Yeah. If you think <laughs> it's that is. It's alkaline water. That's Brian. Um, it's alkaline. Okay, so I just, uh, I'm reading a lot about nutrition and everything because of the Hashimoto's and, and things. To, they say don't drink alcohol. Alkaline water? I can't... Why? I, they say... Because I'm I trying, think everything is so I'm, acidic. I'm, there's a reason that they say that there's a problem with the alkaline water. Now I, can't, I have to look it up and I'll send you the link. Oh, please do. There's always something. For God's sake. There's always something. You do, you do something right and it ends up being wrong. There's no winning with that. Um, all right. So I'm just... Hi, Dan Pasternak. Hi, Ken. Do we have more? Uh, Brian Cleary says, uh, Gigi is so very down to earth. If she can get a lug like me to read her books on the beach, <laughs> then that is something spectacular. We have a Chris, I love you, Brian. um, a Chris Levangie. Who's Chris? That's my husband. Oh, oh, that Chris. Yeah. He took your name. Oh my God. I didn't ask him to. He put it in the middle, but he, um, when we were applying for the marriage license, but he put my name to, because I, we, we don't have any Levanges left in, t- in terms of my father's uh, children because it's all daughters. It's all girls. Yeah. So um, I am loving that he. I, you know, I'm going. Who's Chris Levanges? Oh my God! He's wait. Uh, where did I? I lost that. That I am so impressed with that. I can't even stand it. <laughs> wifey is so hot. Yes, she it is. My wifey. I, I, so lo- I love that uh, that he says that in the middle of the show, and she is. And you're so right. Um, all right, I'm just looking. Michael Simpson. Hi. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Jody. Jody Siegel. Hi, Kevin Fisher. A lot of great singer-songwriters are on here. Hi, uh, hi, Christina. Hi, Crystal. That's so um, cool. Uh, ooh, Michael Chang. Hi. I know Michael. Our kids went to school together. Maya Diane Fisher. Burnett. Hi. Um, so, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary Burns Miller. Is that a friend? Yes, I'm... Mary Burns Miller visited me. She's a face. She I met her on Facebook, and she visited me. Uh, her it. daughter lives in town, and she brought um, the most amazing vanilla Ooh. from New Orleans. Ooh, sweet! Christopher Cilio, I worked with him at the China Club. He ah. ran the China Club in New York. Karen Adlin, hi. Show Glock, Glock, he's over there. Oh, Show Glock, they know you. They know your puppies. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, I'm not a Gemini. Someone asked. She's a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Bonsoir, Chris. <laughs> oh, peanuts making noise. Peanut. So, Gigi, I uh, is there? Do you see writing as something that you're going to do forever? Is this something that you could ever see? Okay, I'm going to retire now. No, I'll mm. probably never retire. I don't know how to not do something. You know, I can you vacation? My, I'm not great on vacation. I mean, I love vacations, but if I can write a couple hours a day... You do on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how to... I have such a great life. Discipline. I feel like I've figured it out so I can relax and do it, you know. And are you able to relax and walk away from it for the rest of the day? Like if you do your three hours? Oh, yes. You're not like obsessing Uh, the whole time? Walking helps to think. So if you write down those ideas, that's Mm -hmm. great. Uh, But... You, you just pick up the next day, mm-hmm. go over what you did yesterday, and then begin again. Yeah. yeah. Just keep moving forward. See, I don't. I go back, and then I start yes. editing yesterday. It takes, me, yeah, it takes me forever because yeah, yeah. I start okay. redoing it's, everything that I as did. As long as you before. finish. Yeah. Gary Marshall, finish. I finished. You One. finished. One. That's, it's really good. Um, it's something. It's some, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I do a lot of, I, I do other, I do this. I do other things. I know women who've written 20 books, over 20 books. Yeah, so. that's really obnoxious. I can't. And they're good. <laughs> I know. That's really obnoxious. It's like, like oh please. God. I mean, do we have to have Bonjour. that? Bonjour. Bonsoir. Oh, it's bonsoir. 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 Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? So, thank you so much for doing this, because I know that... Chris is leaving town tomorrow. You just yes. got back from New York yesterday. You squeezed us in anyway while in between the clams with Linguini. And Amazing. I'm, I'm so grateful. No, and I am so grateful. It's been a long time. I haven't seen you in eight years. That's it's, nuts. Okay, so will you come and do Women Right? And come of, with course, this book? Oh, of course. Of okay. course. I'd love so to. So you heard it here. I have proof. We're going to have Gigi in the house, in the living room. And girls, women, she men, she will sign books. And she will, you know, 
It's so funny. When Women in Red started, everybody came. I was just watching when you came. And you read for a good 10 minutes. You read a nice big chunk of your book. I don't do that anymore. Because you know why? People don't have the attention span to sit they for don't. a 10-minute reading No, anymore. I don't do that Can't either. Do it. Now, if you read a page and then talk the whole rest of the time. Because people can't, because of Facebook We've and all, all this. We've all changed. We Our brains are short-circuited. They are. Yeah. So you'll come, you'll read a quick little thing. Of and, course. And then we'll chat and, and we'll do that. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Thank you, you. so much. Oh, Mwah. thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Thank hey you, George. Me. Thank you, Hayden George. Hayden. We're, gonna, we're gonna be back next week with Pamela DeBars, which is so thrilling. I'm with the band. And Icon. We're gonna, we're gonna Icon. Icon. And we're gonna be in Pamela's house. And then the following week we're gonna be in Tommy Chong's house, which is trippy. Then we're gonna go to Ruta Lee. Do you remember Ruta Lee? Of course. And Ruta Lee lives in Orson Welles and Rita Hayworth's house. And we're going I to, love that she's still here. She's here and she's she wrote a book. Her memoir is coming out, 86, and we're going to the house that Orson Welles and Maria Hayworth lived in. Oh, for How God's crazy sense. is that? I, mean, I want to go. I know. You can come. Okay. Okay, so, um, so we'll, oh, and Tuesday, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, February 25th, 11 a.m. Pacific time, Women Who Write, live in the living room. It's going to be insane. James Lee Stanley. It's about healing because oh. I'm not the only one who had a weird health thing, um, my Hashimoto's, but James Lee Stanley just had like a... And something, a cancer on his tongue, and they told him he wouldn't sing for like six months, and it's been like three weeks, and he's singing. No, it's been about six weeks. Wow. And James Lee is amazing. Wow. Um, he'll be singing in the living room. Uh, we also have T-Bear, Richard T-Bear, who, um, oh my God, he was on the show last week. He is extraordinary, and um, he, he has played with everybody. He's a keyboard player. He's amazing. Dee Wallace is going to be... Oh, Dee, I love Dee Wallace. Dee's amazing. And she's from ET. Yes, from ET. And Cujo, and talk about horror movies. And, oh my um, God! She um, she's a tremendous spiritualist. She's a, she's a healer. She's she yeah self realization. And her daughter Gabrielle Stone wrote a book called um, Eat, Pray, Fuck My Life. And so she's going to be with us with her book. <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. So uh, Tuesday, yeah. So Tuesday <laughs> we will see you uh, at Women Who Write at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.